0: Monica Matthews Matthew Show. Hey, welcome back to the Monica Matthew Show, Life, Love, and Liberty. Oh, my goodness, so much going on here in the state of Georgia. Something to pay attention to for those of you who are very interested in election integrity in your respective states. You have a black militia coming to a state near you. <laughs> That's right, nothing like, you know, a few dozen angry black men with AR 15s and AK 47s, which I don't really have a problem with a particular weapon. But there's just something a little intimidating about them marching around our state capital while otherwise peaceful, law-abiding um, Republicans are across the street at Liberty Plaza attempting to exercise their First Amendment right um, and, and to gather peaceably uh, to stand in solidarity with the newest election integrity legislation that was just signed into law by our governor, uh, I believe, yesterday. And these guys have descended to uh, have a, have decided to descend upon our state capital, um, fully armed, dressed in militia garb. I think these are the guys who like we're all out of give a f's. I don't know. I don't know what their name is. I don't. I don't give them credit. So because that's what they want, and I, and I don't do that. But they are something to pay attention to, uh, along with the militia of industry that is going to be uh, rearing its ugly head through your chambers of commerce, otherwise known, in my humble opinion, as chambers of of all forms of of civil liberty, death, coming to a state near you, if you're remotely interested in election integrity, you have to know that the left is light years ahead of us on the narrative. So what you're going to have to do is allow your, excuse me, this is going to be really, really crude, and, and I am going to talk about things of the Lord and that stuff tonight. But this is going to be really crude. But you know this is something that happens through puberty with boys, animals too, right? So you're going to have to let your stones drop, Republicans. You're going to have to finally figure out that those militia guys are there because they actually believe in what they're there for. And if you guys don't let your stones drop... And you do not develop testicular, see I don't even have them, that's wonderful, I have ovaries, thank God. <laughs> can't even say it, it's kind of like recidivism. I can't actually say that really well. The rate of recidivism, say that recidivism. recidivism. Yeah, testicular, there I did it, fortitude. If you do not find that, Republicans... In honor of election integrity, you can kiss the country goodbye. Which I've said we should already just kiss it goodbye. Now we're in a matter of now we're in a state of restoration. The fact that this election has was stolen from us, I absolutely believe that. You're not going to change my mind. I've seen too much evidence, and yes, I do believe that a sworn affidavit is in fact evidence. Because last I checked, the law the law bible had not changed that, had not changed the definition. So it it can't just suddenly change because the Republicans are using it for for the to further the cause of a freedom. Nope, you don't get to do that. Hopefully we have learned our lesson as as law-abiding Christian Jesus-loving conservatives, right? Republicans that this is guerrilla warfare. And the left does not play fair. And so you guys have got to get with the program. So they're coming to a state near you. Your chambers of commerce is otherwise known, in my humble opinion, as chambers of all death of civil liberties. Because I live in the state of Georgia, and I've watched them coalesce and kill our First Amendment rights under RIFRA. See, all of you anti, uh, don't, not anti-vaxxers, I'm not in favor of that, but all of you folks who are a lot like me and that, you know, my body, my choice, whenever it comes to vaccinations and my kids and, and their vaccinations, Right. That should be your family's choice in the way of vaccinations. Well, guess what, folks? For those of you who felt so bad and you believe the whole LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ crew uh, who come out in the corporate cabal, and that's what I mean by that. So for any of you haters who are confused or you think, oh, that's not nice. Jesus wouldn't like that, Monica. He loves gay people too. Well, no joke. I know that. That's not what I'm talking about. For the past five years, I've been on here squawking about the LGBTQ cabal. It is a corporate cabal. It is a corporate mafia. That's what it is. It is It is. my gay friends hate it. They hate it because they recognize the fact that they're more than just a letter in the alphabet. They're not marginalized. They're not disenfranchised. They're not otherwise known as victims. They're gay people. And they vote. And they love their civil liberties just like the rest of us. So there, and they're not wrapped up in that whole flag of ridiculousness that wants to divide all of us over sexuality. We're all equal in the eyes of God, regardless of whatever it is you're practicing. You were created equal. There's nothing I can do to add to that or subtract from it. Nothing. In the eyes of our creator, you are equal. End of story. No one who believes in Christ Jesus, Who is who believes in the Constitution of the United States and practices both, no one would say otherwise. No one. If they do, they're liars. And they don't worship God, the living God. And they don't abide by the Constitution. You are equal. End of story. So I don't need another arm of hell that's totally out for making money. It is a it is an economic foundry. I mean, it is an economic. Oh my gosh, it's just a bastion of lies. That is an economic arm of hell. That's how I see that. All these special interests. Hell, we sure, we're all special. We're all privileged to live in this great country. Every single one of us. Have have blacks in this country been disenfranchised and completely abused and and left off the playing field and, and negated opportunity, and, and they've come through hell and back in this country? Well, of course. What are we, blind and deaf and moot and dumb and just stupid? Of course that's happened. Do we have a systemic issue? No, we do not. In my humble opinion, I do not believe we have a systemic issue of white privilege or black privilege. or, or black. No, we have a systemic issue called humanism, secularism. And we are at the intersection of both. And for those of you who kept up with me this morning, who were highly offended by my tweet, by my post on Telegram, boy, I tell you, talk about a different cultures in social online programs. Oh my goodness. Platforms. Twitter folks, psh, they're hardened criminals, man. Like we are hardened social media on on Twitter. Like there's really nothing you can say to somebody on Twitter that's going to surprise them or offend them. <laughs> you get on Telegram... And ultimately you're dealing with, oh well, you know, Monica, that's not nice and I feel like you're being judgy and that's not how Jesus would do it. I'm gonna pray for you, sister. Uh or gosh, where happened? what happened to Lynn? Why aren't you still why don't you still post his share his stuff, Monica, you traitor? We knew you'd be we knew you'd turn your back on Lynn Wood. <laughs> I mean, in the name of Jesus. know, yeah, I'm gonna pray for you. <laughs> Oh, don't get me started. I do my podcast late at night, and my sassy is like on high, y'all, high. That's why it's better for me to do it early in the morning after I spend time with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Because as the day goes on, the dumb continues to increase on social media platforms and all across the globe. And so it just gives me more fodder to get on here and be like, oh, I can't. I just can't, Father. Help me, Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah. So some of y'all got a little chafed today because i was like hey fun fact ai here's what i think of artificial intelligence for those of you who are not so excited about it sure do we have drone capability do we have military capabilities where artificial intelligence um is uh highly favorable absolutely bring it the technology i get it but do you all understand how that technology has been weaponized across the globe it is currently being weaponized on you right now every single time your little fingers log on to Facebook, and Twitter, and Instascam, and, you know, the face crooks in the in the telepathic telegrams that also throttle and, and monitor, you know, they're the Russians meets Dubai. Hello? What what good is coming out of that? <laughs> so, I know most of you are very excited about President Trump's platform. I believe Mike Lindell has a platform emerging. And that's all very exciting, you know, depending upon who has the ISP, who ha- whether or not there's a VPN, uh, who's really watching? Everybody. Y'all need to understand that nothing you do online has been or ever will be private unless you're working through an intranet, unless you're working through a network that is offline, something that's impenetrable. That's a totally different story. And listen, I'm not some cyber hog. So I, you know, I, I do the best I can to just keep people out of my business. And that has proven to be futile some days. But y'all have to know that. Some of you just don't care. You don't care. But back to artificial intelligence. So here's what I think of that. It's humanistic nihilistic fatalism. It is the nexus of the height of pride in Satanism. For you to think that a computer is going to be able to mandate this society any better than the Holy Spirit can in us as, as God torch bearing citizens of the kingdom of heaven here in this earth, then you are following the path of Satan. Sorry. It just is what it is. And considering the only three, and I was so angry when I read this article today that will really open your eyes. I will post it tonight on Twitter. Um, It will absolutely open your eyes to how artificial intelligence is being used to literally wipe your civil liberties off of the landscape of this country and every other country. And it's something for you to pay attention to. And it's here. It's not coming. It's here. Thanks. Microsoft and others. Thank you technology gods. Right. But I love it. I was speaking with a bishop friend of mine today who was like, mm, my new brother. Love him. Love him. Love him. Consider him my elder and just pours wisdom. Man, he was bringing it today talking about the blood, the blood of Jesus being the technology of all technologies, man. I mean, that is kingdom speak. If you're not of the kingdom, that's like brouhaha to you. So sucks to suck, but that's what that means to you. It's nonsense to you. And I pray... That Like what I was reading today, that those of us who are in the body that are backslidden, that we turn like right now because we're being called to do that. Some of y'all are just so excited because you think God's going to come down and just strike everybody with a lightning bolt. He's coming, y'all. He's going to get all the wicked. He's going to round them up. And I'm like, I get it because I'm tired of the wicked too. But listen, I can be just as wicked with the best of them. I'm really good at being good. I'm better at being bad. So yeah, in my dating world, I tell people, Listen. I can do bad all by myself. I don't need you to help me with that. And it's true. It's very true. So, and you can too. So, you know, put down your little stones that you've been smoothing all day. If you follow me on Telegram and y'all know, uh, I'm going to listen. I'm as gentle as a dove, uh, as long as my father has me by the nape of the neck for sure, because y'all come at me, man. And I'm tired some days. You just come at me with this Jesus juke stuff where it's like somehow y'all think body slamming me because only 3% of you read your Bibles is somehow going to like change the course of my personality, but it's not. It's not going to do it. Y'all are not going to shame me into being holier than I am. It's just not going to work. So pray for me. If you see that I'm being crabby and you listen to my podcast and you know my heart is for you, it's not against you, then do me a favor. Don't body slam me online. Just stop and pray for me because you know I need it. If I'm a little sassier than normal, if I'm a little frizzed, then just stop right there and pray for me. I don't, I don't need your public commentary about what a crappy Christian I am and you know, I'm going to unfollow you. I'm just tired of feeling like, okay, unfollow me. It's okay. You're welcome to come back. My door will remain unlocked. But this stuff right now, y'all, we are in a battle. I have militiamen running around my city with semi-automatic rifles while there are families who are still incarcerated because of January 6th that were armed with nothing other than an American flag. If that does not upset you, I don't know what will. The granted, these guys did not storm our capital. Some people have been picked up and arrested, interrogated. They have been released from jobs. They have been alienated, canceled, ostracized, killed in the way of, of social lynchings. Because the FBI has billboards up looking for patriots in this so-called insurrection that we all know was performed by the same people who are showing up in my state today the same left who perpetuates this craziness, this, this chaos across the country. There are people still sitting in jail for holding an American flag and being on the steps of the Capitol. They have, they have, they have case numbers assigned to their faces across social media platforms on behalf of the FBI. In the meantime, you've got literally armed Militiamen, the same people on the left who want your weapons, by the way. They want your AR-15. They want to ban AK-47s. You didn't see this on mainstream media, did you? No, you didn't, but you can go to my page and find it. You'll see pictures of them and everything. Bet you they won't have an assigned number to them. No, because that would be racist because they're black. I mean, this is the world in which we live. So you'll forgive me if I get a little frizz some days because I'm out here dealing with doofuses across my entire party, across the entire country, working to secure your election grid. It gets a little cumbersome some days. So you know what the best thing you can do for me is? Not tell me you're going to unfollow me and bash me about being a crappy Christian from moment to moment, but you can pray for me because I need that. I love hard I play hard. I hate hard. Everything I do is balls to the wall. I work hard. If I show up, I'm showing up. And when I say I hate hard, that's right. God hates evil. I don't like my evil crap either, but I'm going from glory to glory. Back to repentance. So what I've been reading tonight is that for us in the church, God is absolutely calling us to, as those of us who have been backslidden, He's married to us. And it's something that has been on my heart for the past few weeks that I realize that there's so many of you reach out to me and go, Monica, I don't know where to start. And I just, in last night's podcast, I gave you some instruction on how I do it because you've asked me how I do it. How do I sit down and study the Word? Well, like I told you, I have a meal with Jesus. I don't just sit down with a book and... And just read it and get frustrated because I don't understand the bagats and begets and the these and the thous and the shalls and the shants and all that, you know. No, I don't get frustrated with that. And I sit down and have a meal with him because I miss him. Because I have been in fellowship with the Lord on a on the on the daily on the moment to moment basis. I've been so in love with Jesus, I didn't care if I. I mean, I could have floated off into into eternity. My life was so full. And then, you know, the cares of this world and all the things that Scripture warns you about. Absolutely, I have I've gone through every bit of that. I have absolutely returned to my vomit. Oh, my gosh. Over and over and over. And, yes, I've read the Scriptures that are like, you know, you're not worthy if you put your hand to the plow and you look back. And, yeah, I've had I've overcome all of that condemnation. Reading those Scriptures going, well, so much for me. <laughs> I'm just going to keep on because I sin really well. So I'm just going to keep on doing that because I'm really good at that. That's the difference between Judas and Peter. And I've been at that moment where I thought I had really done myself in spiritually, and there was just no more mercy for me. And every time I thought about God and death and eternity, I would literally shake in my skin. I would shake in my bones. My bones would rattle because I thought that I had just done it. I had offended Christ, and I had crucified him so many times over again. There was no hope for me, none. I mean, I really thought this is it i mean there's no hope in eternity or here i mean it was horrible my health was affected you i mean my daughter could tell you horror stories my heart was affected it was crazy i went through a crazy season and that's right before you know i got into ministry and studied more about spirit world realities and things that are talking to me other than the holy spirit (laughs) right in the garden god's like who told you you were naked adam up to that point they didn't know they were naked and it, and they were they, there was no shame they didn't know any better they didn't cover themselves why would they there's no distinction between covering and being uncovered but boy as soon as they ate that nasty fruit all that was over sunday fun day was done and so god's like who told you you were naked where are you adam adam's like girl I'm me that big leaf because we are in trouble. Can you imagine? I can. I can't imagine because I'm here to tell you, when I went through that season of holy hell, I mean, it was bad. It was so bad, y'all. I couldn't sleep. I mean, I just, I knew there was no more mercy for me. Oh my gosh all those things i had been serving since giving my life to jesus came came calling and it was like the weight of my sin was on my shoulders and i can't carry that stuff are you kidding me i can't i can't carry all my sin and Satan had convinced me that Christ had just heaved my sin off of his cross back onto me again because I had turned my back on him. Boy, you get over into Hebrews, and you might think you've lost your salvation. And for some of you, you're like, well, yeah, I don't know. You know, my Bible says that you can lose your salvation. Well, I'm not reading your Bible. And I am absolutely cleaving to the throne of grace and the disp- in the dispensation of grace and mercy. And God says his mercies are new every morning. And by God, I hold on to that with every breath I have. So for those of you who are excited about hellfire and brimstone coming down on America because we're so crappy and we abort our children and we have open borders or we don't let the refugees come in or whatever it is your beef is with America or we're capitalists or, you know, we're just so greedy um, or we've had enough success, or we've caused so many wars, or you know, look what we've done to other people around the world. And now it's our turn. God's coming to get us. Everybody's a homosexual, and he hates those, and so he's coming to get us. Whatever crap you guys espouse and assign to Jesus Christ and the kingdom of God, I'm telling you right now, we are in the dispensation of mercy and grace, and God is calling us to repentance. I didn't write it, but I believe it. And I want you to receive that. I want you to open your arms physically. Open your arms. Open your arms. Open up your chest and receive that word. God is calling you home. He is calling you to your right mind. He is calling you to mercy and to grace and to forgiveness and sanctification He wants to edify you and exhort you and clean you up. He is knocking on your door. He's the only deity to ever come to man. Every other deity requires you to go to them. Think about that. He came for his creation. He's coming for you right now. That's where we are. He is calling us unto himself to be a people unto himself. So when you look around the country and you look around what's going on with politics and militias and, and vortexes and vacuums and craziness and, you know ideas that do not align with liberty, vaccination passports all over the world, people mandating that you jab yourself with some genetically modifying agent. I mean, come on. And you guys are lining up at your churches, following your pastors over a cliff. And then there's a few of us out here, and our voices is saying, that's not the way. You should have the choice to take a, sh- a vaccination. That is your choice. And as your faith is, my love, so be it unto you. There's no condemnation I personally am not interested in taking a genetically modifying agent into my body. I'm not interested in being a Nuremberg trial. I'm just not. If you have, God bless you. I pray for your healing and that your cells will be able to withstand whatever modification has been injected into your body. And these are things that are out there in the public. This isn't just my opinion. I mean, there are, there are. Pieces of information, all sources, all over for you to go look up. Well, while you can, regarding particular vaccinations. So, I'm not an anti vaxxer, by the way. I'm just not. I'm not really an extremist about anything. I wish I was more of a Christian extremist from the standpoint of readily forgiving, <laughs> like readily, right? And, and not being so crusty-crabbish about certain things, having a better attitude uh, during hard times. I, I, I wish I was a little bit more on the extreme side of forgiving and loving and, and never wavering in my conviction when I'm standing in front of a crowd of naysayers and haters and, you know, floggers, faith floggers, the religious ones the holy ones all included, right? But God has to remind me, don't you get up there and fear their faces. I will tell you what to say. I will put the words in your mouth. Nothing like being booked to go speech to two hundred people and you're like, okay, well, and the Lord's like, "Mm, no, don't you do it. Do not sit down and figure out what it is you're going to say. And lo and behold, every time I get up, I pray right before I get up, and there's something that happens, and and the Holy Spirit speaks through me, and people in that room are like, how did you know that? I'm like, I have no idea. I didn't. Now, there are times when I do have preparation for for other things, but many times. and And even when I prepare, I'll get up and go, all right, Lord, here I am. Use me. I'm your vessel. Let me be your mouth, your eyes, your ears, your feet, your arms, your hands, your heart, your mind. You know, let me just embody me and speak to your people, because all created beings are God's people. So, back to Georgia. Georgia is a mess right now because we have Coca-Cola, Delta, uh, the Chamber of Commerce, now Microsoft, and their lousy $1,500, I mean, fifteen. I keep saying that, 1,500 jobs, a $75 million project. They haven't even opened the doors yet. I think they opened this summer, and they're already pounding sand. I mean, they just got here. They haven't even had a welcome cocktail party yet, and they're trying to tell us what to do with our election integrity uh, legislation. I mean, this is what happens, you guys. When you open your states up to this craziness in the name of progress and economic development, I'm telling you those gods are coming for you. Y'all need to be electing God-fearing people. I mean it. I could not be more serious about that. You have got to elect people who understand the gods with which you are dealing. They come and they try to squash you as giants in the land in the name of economy, of economic, of industry. No, that's not how it goes. Industry is here to serve our needs. We are not here to serve industry. That is completely ass backwards. Does that even remotely sound orderly at all? No, it does not. The correct answer is no, it does not. That is not orderly. Everything in this earth, every system should be subdued to us. We, as God's created beings, have dominion. And the world's children know that. And they operate within that dominion. We do not know our dominion or our jurisdiction. As children of God birthed through Christ Jesus and belief in Christ Jesus, we do not know our heritage, and it is costing us our country. So I want to leave you with this tonight. I want to encourage you all. If you're listening to me from across the states, and I know you are across the country, many of you are grassroots people, I want you to get ready. Get ready, get ready, get ready. There is something coming that you're going to need to be a part of. You're going to be asked to coalesce and you're going to be asked to rise up and you're going to do it. I believe in you because this is not about President Trump. This is not about election 2020, even though I haven't moved on from that. Most of you haven't either, nor should we. But what we're dealing with right now is election integrity across the country. And we're no longer going to be disjointed. We're not going to wait on RNC. We're not going to wait on D, uh, on D.C. We're not waiting on any corporate cabal in the way of, of the political machine to bail us out of what's going on right now, being held hostage by industry and militias. No, we're not waiting on that anymore. This is your call to action to rise up right now. And as we move forward, I'm going to release more and more every day. With not only calls to action, but I'll be giving you information on my show about what's happening from state to state, and it's already in motion. We're not going back. We're not going to be held hostage by Coca-Cola, by Delta Airlines, by our Chamber of Commerce, state or otherwise, by Microsoft, microchips, uh, microvillas, none of that. We're not, that's, microvilla is a... <laughs> There's a microwave in in German. Um, We're not going to be held hostage by that anymore. Nope. No. The days of us kowtowing to the giants of the left are over. They're done. So we're rising up in our God-given dominion, jurisdiction, and authority, and you're either on board or you need to move the hell out of the way. It's really that simple. So if y'all want to go to court over it, which is what's happening in the state of Georgia, lawfare it is. The GOP of Georgia has already declared that they will be there too. So guess what? We're all coalescing with the Georgia State GOP. So if that's how everybody wants to play it, y'all want to play lawfare games, well, some folks are ready for that too. And this is not in human spirit. This is not a human effort. This is God. Y'all been waiting on God to show up. This is how God's going to show up through each and every one of you. That's how he's going to show up. His providence is working through you. His providence is the fact that his holy fire is ignited. And he's calling us back to himself, back to holiness, and he wants in every single area of our lives, including politics, including industry, including technology, including education. Y'all wanted him back on the scene, and here he is. So I could not be more serious about it. I know you hear that in my voice. Now, now I'm going to leave you with this. I love you. I need you. I am very grateful for each and every one of you, even those of you who give me you know, grief. It's okay. I give you all grief. You give it back. We're a family. That's what you do. I'm Greek, German. I mean, if you weren't yelling at the table, you were just... You were the dodo. I mean, you just didn't love each other. If you weren't yelling, if you weren't giving each other grief, then something was wrong. So I'm not offended by your grief giving, but I tell you what, it really helps me when you pray for me instead of whacking me over the head when I'm out here doing the best I can for each and every one of you. And I and and there's more to come, and I'm dealing with some with some interesting giants. And I'm I'm happy to do it. I'm honored to do it. It is my calling. I'm not complaining at all. It is my calling. I've been equipped. The Lord is still equipping me. He is my provider, my protector. He's my judge. He's my father. He's my love. And he's yours. And some of you believers are, are truly backslidden, and you know it, and you don't, you don't feel like you have the right to come home. And I'm telling you, you do. He's calling you home. He's calling you back. He will wash you. He will help you wash. He will absolutely do that. That's who he is. He is just, which means he's justice. His justice of mercy and compassion and forgiveness is executed upon you whenever you confess your sins. The word says he is faithful and just. To forgive you of all unrighteousness, all of your sins, and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness—that's even without repentance. But I'm going to encourage you to repent, and not to keep going back to the same old vomit, the same crappy, stinking thinking, the same toxic, caustic feelings. Change your culture. Do you need to change up your company and who you hang out with? Do it. Do it now. Don't delay. Do not delay. We have, a lot, we have a lot going on around us. We have a lot to be thankful for, a lot to be excited about. We also have a lot to be very, very vigilant about, protecting our families, our minds, our eyes, our ears. Very important. That's on us. Our election grid is down. We need you. We need you to show up. We need you to sign uh, letters of solidarity to our Constitution, to our election grid restoration. We need you to donate money to uh, lawfare causes that are going on right now around the country. It's going to take money. If it's $5, $10, whatever, I I don't even have anything for you to give it to at the moment, but I'll be putting things up on my website in the coming days and my social media platforms um, for you to, you know, if it's five bucks, I'm so grateful for to those of you. I hope you get my thank you letters for anyone who contributes to my work on my website. I'm just, if it's $5, I think you give like a dollar. I mean, are you kidding? I am so thrilled if I see a five or $10 donation, because I know that for a lot of you, that was a lot. And I'm not asking for money right now. I'm, I'm legitimately telling you that I, it does take time, treasure and talent for sure. Um, But I'm so grateful for you guys sharing your treasure and your talents with me and your time. Every second you spend listening to me is a blessing to me. (laughs) Hopefully it's a blessing to you. But it is, um, and it's a blessing to God. Because I hope, I, I hope even through all of my sassy, my personality, I hope that my father's voice comes through more than mine. And that my testimony Is worth something to you because it's his. It's his testimony in my life. It's his glory. He delivered me out of that hell I was in. Oh, my gosh. I really thought that there was no more forgiveness for me, and there's nothing more terrifying than that. Than knowing that you've accepted Christ and you turned back. You went back to some of your ways. Not that I ever renounced Christ, but, you know, putting him to shame again. Oh, my goodness with my choices and think my snares that I would just jump into some things some snares I just set for myself you know how that goes and then you know other times I'm like what what just happened how did I get here what how do I get back to this again y'all know but all of that can be used for your refinement so shake off the shame shake off the guilt Shake off the dread and the terror and all the self-accusation and self-hatred and self-loathing and self, 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 self. Shake all that off. Come on down off that throne. I write about this in my book, big old neon lights, and then here comes Monica. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Self-unforgiveness. It's like, no, God could never forgive me. And God's like, okay, okay, Monica, enough. Climb on down, girl. It's ridiculous. I told you my mercies are new every morning, right? And they are the same for you, my love. The same for you. His mercies are new every morning for you. So shake it off. Dust off your butt. Put on your shoes of peace, your helmet of salvation, your breastplate of righteousness. Pick up your sword of the spirit, your belt of truth, and let's get on with it. Gird your loins. because we got some giants to fight, but they ain't bigger than our daddy. Don't you you worry about that? I love you. It's late. I'm going to bed. Maybe. You'll see me online probably in about 20 minutes. (laughs) Some of you like to follow my online habits on Twitter at night. I get a little silly. But I do love you. Be good to your neighbor, beginning your own mirror. Remember, if you're an American, act like one.